Why are we here? Why does Easter matter? Why does the resurrection of this man, Jesus of Nazareth, 2,000 years ago, why does it matter? Simply put, it is true because it happened, because it gives evidence to what we believe. What is true matters, and in the end, truth is all that matters. On Friday, I was listening to Real Presence Radio. It's the Catholic radio station, 88.1 FM. I encourage you to listen to that, especially as you're driving. And a guy called into the show and said that he was looking for the right church to be a part of. And what he was doing, he was just going to different churches and not even for their services, just actually going into their church and just sitting there, being there for a half an hour or an hour, and hoping and thinking that God would give him some extraordinary feeling or sign that that is where he should be, that was the right place. The talk show host responded by saying, well, most of the life, our life, we don't get those extraordinary feelings. That's not normally how God works. And feelings are deceptive a lot of times. The host said, all that matters is what church is true. That's the only reason why we should believe anything, is whether it is true or not. God gave us our brains. He gave us an intellect, a reason to search for the truth, and then when we find the truth, to commit to it. If it isn't true, I personally don't want it, and you shouldn't want it either. This is what the famous English convert G.K. Chesterton said about why he was Catholic. He said, The difficulty of explaining why I am Catholic is that there are 10,000 reasons, all amounting to one reason. Catholicism is true. Truth is all that matters. So how do we know that Catholicism is true? I'm a pretty logical person. This is how I understand it, so maybe you'll find it helpful. First, we actually believe that you can know that God exists just by your reason, just by your own intellect. We don't need faith to believe that God exists. How does this work? Well, the universe began to exist. Everything that began to exist had a cause to its existence. Therefore, the universe had a cause to its existence. That cause we call God. At that point, we don't know much more about God, just that he caused the universe, he brought it into being, and he sustains it. But next... Second, who speaks on God's behalf? Who has God's authority? Right? There's so many different religions and philosophies claiming to speak for God's revelation, which is the true revelation. Well, this is why Easter matters. Only one man was raised from the dead to never die again. That man is Jesus of Nazareth. That validates who Jesus is and his mission. But why do we believe that Jesus rose from the dead? Do we take that just on faith? No, there is great historical evidence for the resurrection. 
First of all, we can consider the gospel accounts that talk about the empty tomb and the appearances and encounters with the risen Lord. The evangelists, they write as if these actually did happen. Also, consider who were the first people to see Jesus risen. It was women. At that time, if you wanted to testify, prove something in court, unfortunately, they didn't accept women's testimonies. And so if you really wanted to make something up, as if Jesus rose from the dead, make that up, you wouldn't have women testifying and being the first people to see Jesus from the dead. Even our gospel today, John writes in detail about how the tomb is set up and the apostles realizing the way the garments were laid and folded that Jesus truly must have risen. Second, Jesus' messianic movement wasn't the only messianic movement. There were others before him and after. What made his different is that normally when the Messiah was put to death, which normally happened, either his brother or cousin would take up the charge and say, okay, I'm the Messiah, now follow me, or the messianic movement would just die altogether. Neither of those happened with Jesus' movement. With Jesus' movement, Jesus was still the one running the show after his death. Why? Because he was alive. He had risen from the dead. Finally, consider the dramatic conversions of his apostles and faithfulness despite their persecutions, tortures, and death. (laughs) Yes, it's possible to make something up such as Jesus rose from the dead, But you wouldn't be tortured, you wouldn't put up with all that for a lie. But you would put up with all that for the truth, if you truly did encounter Jesus risen from the dead. Those three things, the gospel accounts, the messianic movements, and the dramatic conversions of the apostles and their faithfulness, testified that the resurrection actually did happen. Third, after we establish that God exists, that Jesus is legitimate through his resurrection, then we look at what Jesus said and what he did. What did he say and do? Well, he started a church. He gathered a people to belong to him. A church with a structure and leadership and authority. Authority that he gave to them, his divine authority. He said to Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He gave Peter and the apostles his very own authority. At the Last Supper, he said to them, Do this in memory of me. Next week, we'll see Jesus come to the apostles and say, Whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Whoever hears you, hears me. He gave his authority to these priests and bishops who then passed it down all these centuries to us today. Where is that church today? Where is Jesus' authority today? It's in the Catholic Church. We have Pope Francis, and we can trace him back, all the popes to back to St. Peter and Jesus himself. Every other church is traced back to a mere mortal man. Only the Catholic Church is founded by a divine man, Jesus Christ. 
So I want to affirm you in your belief of being Catholic, being here today, for the only reason that matters, that it is true. Catholicism is true. So when someone comes to me, I never say, hey, George, you got to be Catholic. No, I say, seek the truth. Use your brain, what God has given to you. And I believe just by using our reason, we can see that the Catholic Church is the church that we must belong to. But today, Easter 2023, I also want to assure you that there's a payoff for being Catholic. Not only is it true, but there's a payoff for it. It does matter. And it's this, that the resurrection proves that God is not indifferent to our suffering, our pain, the evil in the world. He isn't indifferent to the human condition. He actually does care. And more than just caring and just kind of sitting back, he actually does make things right in the end. Pope Benedict said this, quote, If there was no resurrection, the story of Jesus would have ended with Good Friday, his body would have decayed, and he would have become a has-been. But that would mean that God does not take initiatives in history, that he is either unable or unwilling to touch this world of ours, our own human living and dying. And in turn, that would also mean that love is futile, trivial, and empty and vain promise. It would mean that there is no judgment and in the end, no justice. It would mean that this moment, this life is all that counts and that right belongs to the cunning, the crafty, and those without consciences. I think you would attest to that. We see this world, oftentimes evil has the upper hand. Deceit often gets paid off. And without the resurrection, all of that would have the upper hand for all eternity. But is that an existence that is truly tolerable, where love and goodness is defeated? What kind of existence is that where justice, goodness, and virtue have no enduring value, but in the end loses to deceit and injustice? The resurrection matters because it proves that God does care. He does act. He makes things right in the end. It proves to us that God does care about the brokenness of the world. And in the end, good triumphs over evil. Justice over injustice, and faithfulness, goodness, and love is rewarded, and sin and evil is punished. My friends, do we grasp the implications of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead? One, it demonstrates that what we believe is true, and truth is what matters. Do we believe that God does care about our existence, our lives? All our little fears, anxieties, our duties, responsibilities? Do we trust that he acts in the world? Do we believe that being faithful to him will be rewarded at some time? Do our lives express that inner belief that following his commands will be rewarded? Or do I live with those constant fears, anxieties, like those who have no hope, Do I think I need to hedge my bets, make sure I create a safety net, have enough pleasure and comfort in this world, just in case there is no heaven in the end? 
there's no reward. My brothers and sisters, it pays to go all in for Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus of Nazareth, his resurrection from the dead, proves that God makes it all right in the end. Despite the challenges of being a faithful Catholic today, know in your heart that Jesus, Jesus' faithful followers, will be vindicated in the end. His faithfulness will be given to us and we will be rewarded. Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And that makes all the difference in the world.